0: Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. The House has passed the Senate's version of the 2018 budget resolution by a slim margin. In it is some good news for federal employees. There won't be cuts to their retirement system after all. House lawmakers originally included $32 billion in retirement cuts in their version of the resolution but the Senate didn't go along with that and House leaders ultimately decided to adopt the Senate version. 72 service-disabled, veteran-owned small businesses have won a spot on the $5 billion government-wide acquisition contract known as VETS2. The General Services Administration announced the awards yesterday. Under the five-year contract, agencies will be able to buy from these VET-owned firms a variety of IT services ranging from software development to cybersecurity. Some federal agencies are apparently struggling with security issues. The Government Accountability Office said it has found the Forest Service, the Federal Aviation Administration, Customs and Border Protection, and the Agricultural Research Service do not meet federal standards on assessing facility security. GAO found inconsistencies in how the agencies considered threats, risks, and vulnerabilities in their building management. President Trump has signed new federal whistleblower protections into law. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report.
1: The new law requires agencies to tell the Office of Special Counsel of Suicides by employees who make protected disclosures. It also toughens the penalties for supervisors who retaliate against whistleblowers and gives protected employees priority if they request a transfer. The law is named for Chris Kirkpatrick, a Veterans Affairs psychologist who made public unsafe practices at the Toma, Wisconsin Medical Center. He was fired then later committed suicide. I'm Tom Tamman.
0: President Trump has named David Cotter as the interim leader of the IRS when John Koskinen steps down as commissioner next month. Cotter will add the new job to his current duties as Assistant Secretary for Tax Policy at the Treasury Department. The White House says Cotter's role will include working to push tax legislation that is expected to be released next week. Koskinen, an Obama appointee, has long been a target of Republicans on Capitol Hill for his role in the IRS handling of Tea Party Group's applications for tax-exempt
2: status. The White House has filled a key agency technology position with a familiar face. Johnson-Gardy is leaving as the Defense Department's acting chief information officer to become the new CIO at the Homeland Security Department. President Donald Trump named Zangardi to the position yesterday. Zangardi replaces Richard Staropoli, who resigned as the DHS CIO suddenly on August 3rd after only three months on the job. Zangardi spent most of his career as a senior IT official in the Defense Department, including being named DOD's Principal Deputy CIO in October 2016, and later the Department's Acting CIO. He's also been the Acting CIO for the Department of Navy. I'm Jason Miller. The Defense Department Inspector General Office is seeing improvements in workforce
0: satisfaction. The office suffered from negative results on the Federal Viewpoint Survey in recent years, but the 2017 survey finds 61% of DOD IG employees are satisfied with their organization, compared to 49% last year. The military's exchange system expects to boost its annual revenue by $200 million a year when it opens its online storefronts to
3: veterans a few
0: weeks from now.
3: The exchanges, which until now have only served active duty service members, retirees and their families, will open up for tax-free online shopping by all honorably discharged veterans on November 11th. Veterans have to go through an online verification process to prove their prior military service. According to the Army Air Force Exchange Service, about 225,000 out of the 18.5 million eligible veterans have done that already. Officials estimate about $10 million of the new annual revenues will go to fund quality of life programs for troops and their families.
0: Veterans Affairs reports many of it- Its lowest rated hospitals are not improving. VA's release of internal rankings shows nearly a dozen medical centers who received low marks for quality last year remain low this year. On that list are three veterans hospitals in Tennessee where it said threats to patient safety have skyrocketed. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.